Good afternoon, good night, good morning. It is time for my podcast, your podcast. Yes, everybody's favorite podcast, The Unwrap Mind. Thank you all for tuning in this week. And uh, I appreciate y'all, man. I'm glad y'all tuned in. I'm glad y'all give me a couple of minutes of y'all time. It is I, the host with the most, the voice of choice, the face that runs the place. We're going to kick into some things. I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Um, and I'm going to I'm, I'm get right into it. I'm going to talk, first and foremost, the, the spy balloon that came across our country. That is probably... Uh, the biggest piece of news that happened in a long time that China launched the the People Republican of China launched a, a balloon and quote unquote it went off course and happened to come into the United States airspace and go across our country. Now, this is a crazy thing to happen, and what I don't like about it the most is honestly all the quote unquote the all the pseudo military experts that just seem to pop up when this stuff seems to happen. For some reason, we have people who just have happen to be military experts once something like this happens. However, these are the exact same people who can't get promoted at their job. How you all of a sudden you're a military, you're a crack top military expert with connections to NORAD, the secret base in Australia, the CIA, the FBI, the Pentagon. You can you got all this information. But you can't get nowhere in your job. Uh, anyway, so I had to hear all the expert advice on what I would do and what we should have did and how we should have done it. And I'm just sitting there thinking, you wouldn't have did that. You really wouldn't. Have. Now, should it happen? No. Why it happened? I have no idea. It's not even my realm of thought. My realm of thought is of a couple things. I do think we should have shot it down. As soon as it entered United States airspace, probably over somewhere over the Pacific Ocean. For those of us who say, why didn't we shoot it down later as it started trans, trans, transversing across the United States? Well, I'll tell you why. One, it was up twice as high as a commercial airliner. Two, it was the size of three school buses. Understand that. You don't want to put that much debris on the American public. If it starts falling out of the sky. Huge chunks of metal. Falling out of the sky. Onto the American cities. Has never been a good thing. Ever. I can promise you it's not a good thing to happen. Imagine a tire. Off your Buick. Falling out of the sky. Uh, a couple thousand feet out of the sky. At a couple hundred miles per hour. Landing on something of yours. Now if you can imagine that. Imagine. A few of those chunks of metal, tire, debris, and glass, because there's going to be some glass shatter, raining down on you and your Saturday afternoon picnic. Because it was Saturday afternoon when they popped it down because I was in the barbershop. Imagine that happening. Or, I'll give you a, I'll give you, I'll give you a more crazy scenario. Imagine they shot it down and something wet popped out of it and it landed on you. Imagine. Imagine you would have got wet from something from that spy balloon. You would never be the same, ever. You and I both know if something wet land on you from the sky, you can't see where it came from, or worse, you hear it might have came from something that we ain't supposed to have in the air, you ain't never going to be the same. So that's why they did not shoot it down over America, because you don't shoot down large chunks of metal over America. No, it's going to cause big fiery debris from the sky. That just don't make no damn sense. Come on, people. Let's have some sense. So. 
A lot of people were saying, hey, you know, it may have sent information back. I'm not even here to debate that. I don't even know. Don't care. And I say I don't care because I really don't. It's just not something I care to debate. Could it have happened? Absolutely. Did it happen? Probably. No, I don't bother me. I don't got no military secrets in my house. Oh, well. But I will tell you the route it took. It went over a lot, a lot of military bases that should not ever be photographed. That aren't allowed to be photographed, you know, honestly, but it happens. Um, we got to deal with it. The United States will deal with it. They dealt with it. Uh, the People Republic of China looked at it as an act of aggression. And they said they will now look start looking at the United States and deal with things from the United States in such a manner when uh, we tend to tiptoe into their area. So, you know, people are staring each other down to an extent. And we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. I tell you, my boys in the barbershop had a big joke about it, man. They was killing Joe. They was killing Joe Biden left and right. I was in there cracking up. Somebody said the reason why they didn't shoot it down earlier is because Joe thought it was a party balloon and it was his birthday. And he went outside to celebrate and was waiting on cake and ice cream. I personally fell out because all I can see is that old man, one of them little hats on his head going, you know, where's my cake? And I just I could not stop laughing, Um, you know. Barbershop talk, though. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened. Um, yeah, we talked about it in the barbershop a little bit. Hey, um, I do want to say big shout out. Hey, if you don't know, Black History Month is in full effect. Uh, history is always being made, especially by us, especially by blacks. But more importantly, hey, I want to shout out Antoinette Tony Harris. If you don't know who Antoinette Tony Harris is, look her up. She is the first female baller to get a full scholarship at a credible college to play football. No doubt she going to be playing football at a college. Uh, I'm going I'm to have to look up the college real quick because I definitely want us to know about uh, Miss Harris. At, and, and probably they probably going to catch a couple of fans. They, they almost going to have to because it's just worth catching her out. To imagine that she played football that good that a school said, you know what? We need to be looking at this little girl. We, I'm sorry. We need to be looking at this young lady and giving her um, a scholarship. And they did. They gave her a scholarship and she's going to run with it. So let me let me look up what college it is real quick so we can uh, tune in to her. Yes, that's what I'm doing right now. Why I'm sitting here not doing nothing. Uh, so Antoinette Harris. There she go. Boom. On my Google search, Miss Harris is uh, going to Central Methodist University and she will be playing. She was the first female, the first female, but more importantly, the first black female to receive a full college scholarship as a non-specialist and the second woman to ever play football on a scholarship. The second. So she's the first to receive a full college scholarship and the second one to ever play. She's going to be playing free safety for the Central Methodist Eagles. Where the Central Methodist Eagles play? Let us find out. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So she already played for the Central Methodist Eagles. She is playing. Boom, 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 boom. It says she was playing that all. I don't think she played for UCLA, but she did play at um, Central Methodist University. Then she switched over to UCLA. 
I can almost tell you she did not play for UCLA, but she played free safety. Um, and now she well, she she will be attending UCLA. She should be graduating and she's going to um, pursue a master's in a master of science in criminal justice. So she don't know how she's going to use her eligibility, but she says she definitely wants to play football and continue to break down barriers. So shout out to her. I did not know who she was until the other day when somebody mentioned it to me. I'm sad I never got to see her play a down in college. Uh, apparently, she's already played. But, hey, Miss Harris, definitely big up to you for going out there and play. If y'all already knew this, shame on y'all for not telling me it was a woman out there playing college ball. She was playing safety. I'm going to have to look up her highlights just to see how good she was because in order to get a scholarship, you got to be banging and doing something good out there. So, once again, shout out to you. You did it. You did it. You did it. Now, let's get on to some of the better, 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 and more fun topics to talk about. Beyonce is going on a world tour, y'all. How many of y'all happy? Let me hear y'all. If y'all happy, go ahead, clap, scream. All right, cool it. Don't be clapping and screaming so much because guess what? Most of us ain't going to be able to afford tickets. Because from what people... And I, 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 I do think we'll be able to afford tickets. Beyonce know her fans are should not have to go into poverty to see her. Now, most of us will probably be so high up, we're going to be catching birds on our hands when we go to stick our hands up in the air, but we'll be able to afford tickets. But if you want them people out there starting, uh, uh, what is it? GoFundMe's or or all that stuff or whatever it is to get money for tickets, or are you out there slanging plates, whatever it is, do what you got to do. But I'm gonna tell you, Beyonce ain't caring about you that much for you to be out there starting a GoFundMe page to get tickets to Beyonce. Now, if you're out there flipping your income tax, do you? That's what you got to do. I'm quite sure she give a hell of a concert. I put my name online to see it. I'm waiting to see what's going on with these tickets. I want to know. I will tell you, if you claim you bought tickets already from a third-party vendor, one, they ain't got the tickets yet. Two, you're probably going to be overcharged three to four times the amount. So while you sitting in your $4,000 seat and I'm sitting in my $250 seat and we sit right next to each other, just know I did not pay the price you paid and I'm seeing the same show you seen and you got gypped out your money. But anyway, Beyonce going on tour. Hopefully I get to see her. And if I get to see her, I'm going to talk about the highlights. Uh, don't do nothing crazy to go see Beyonce. Cause trust me, she ain't gonna do nothing at all to come see you. She not, uh, hocking no jewelry. She ain't gonna do none of that to come see you. So you don't know her. Don't put yourself in debt, jeopardy, or don't blow all your income tax to go see Beyonce. I know you shouldn't tell people to do with their money, but I'm just giving you some good advice. Like I said, every now and again, you're going to find a jewel in here. Trust me. Go get that bad tooth in the back of your mouth fixed before you go buy some Beyonce tickets. Make a life choice, not an entertainment choice. That's just me. Um, hey, LeBron still chasing the record for the most points scored in the NBA. Now, there are people out there who can't stand LeBron. And there are people out there who absolutely love LeBron. I'm somewhere in between. I truly think he is one of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game. I will never say there is a GOAT conversation for one GOAT because everybody has a different criteria of what they think the GOAT is. So I'm not even going to get into that because I don't argue basketball with people who catch clips on YouTube. I've been a fan of basketball since as long as I can remember, and I've seen most of the people you think are GOATs, I've seen them play in some way, shape, or form in real time, not something I didn't dug up and watched on YouTube. But anyway... You know, he is out there in his pursuit. I wish him luck, man. That kid from Akron is doing it big. Uh, y'all should not. I mean, cheer this man on. Y'all witnessing history. 
A lot of y'all going to be like, like I was. I hated Jordan growing up because I'm a Knicks fan. So I hated Jordan. It took me years to appreciate what Jordan brought to the game. I was like, man, all the times I never watched Bulls games, I never got to see a lot of that because I was hating on that dude so hard. Jordan bought so much to the game. LeBron has bought so much to the game. You will never, ever, ever see another player like him ever again. The things he are, he's accomplishing and the records he's breaking, man, they're worth watching. They're worth cheering. Don't be mad because your ass ain't did it. Don't be thinking about, oh, all he do is chase rings. Oh, uh, ain't that why you play? Oh, he needed a super team. Everybody had a super team. They just didn't have a name for it. Trust me. Or they did. The Showtime Bulls, the Piston Bad Boys, the Boston Celtics, you know, they had names for it, but they just didn't call them super teams. And honestly, if you want to call him anything, call him a jeweler because everywhere he go, he bring rings. That man has bought a ring to every team he's been on. So don't hate him. You ain't got to love him, but definitely don't hate on that man because he's out there being the best at what he does. That's what you're supposed to do in life. So, hey, let's appreciate it. We're definitely going to appreciate LeBron for what it is. We're going to appreciate him. Um, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Definitely right around the corner. And if you have not gotten anything, I'm telling you right now, you are less than seven days away from Valentine's Day. Don't go out there with them supermarket flowers and them gas station chocolates talking about, oh, this is it. Lady, don't show up with your ashy ass ankles and knees and your lingerie you had buried in the bottom of the drawer from last year talking about, baby, this is it. No, we don't want no heart-shaped pizza. We tired of goddamn on shrimp from Publix and, and, and the frozen lobster tails you had in the oven for four weeks. And, uh, you know, we, we just want something more. Everybody wants something more. Put a little effort into it. Do I know what I'm doing? Not yet all the way. But put some effort into it. I mean, put some thought into it. I've learned over the years that putting thought into a gift is way more important than putting money into a gift. So put some thought into it. Make sure it's special. Make sure it's heartfelt. Uh, Too late to break up with your significant other unless you want your house and windows and cars busted out of. Because you break up with them with less than seven days of Valentine's Day. And if they take it lightly say oh well they was cheating on you and they had somebody else anyway if you do it and they bust out your windows slash your tires and do anything in your house they set a bag of dog poop on fire you deserve it because shame on you for breaking somebody breaking up with somebody in less than a week before valentine's day shame shame we know your name uh i will say if you like me get your kids something for valentine's day F- fellas if you got a, a daughter in your life I don't care how old she is. You got a daughter in your life, at least buy her a car and a piece of chocolate. She going to appreciate that more than you know. You will set the example if she's young and you will continue to set the example if she's older. Buy her a card or something if you have a daughter. Also, buy your, buy your son something. Let them know they can be appreciated. Loving your sons, loving your sons is not a weak thing. It is not teaching them weakness. It's teaching them it's okay to love. So, hey, Valentine's Day should be with the people you love, not just the person you're making love to. So spread the love on Valentine's Day. Get your get your family something. Make it a family holiday. Now take your spouse out to dinner and enjoy that. But make it a family holiday with your people. Make sense? Cool deal. Um, so let me get into the Grammys, which was which I've been waiting to talk about. If you know me at all and you've talked to me. You know, I have not watched the Grammy since 1988, since they snubbed airing the first rap Grammy on TV. Now, 
a lot of things I didn't know about the Grammys is they do not air every Grammy. Back in 1988, I didn't know they don't air every Grammy on TV. But what y'all should know about me is I've been in love with hip hop since before 1988. So to have a rap category introduced in 1988, my music, and you not air the very first award on TV, I took it as a political slap in the face. I was offended for rap music. I was offended as a fan. I was offended as a viewer of the Grammys because we used to watch Grammys all the time. I watched when Michael Jackson swooped the Grammys. I watched when Prince came through, swooped the Grammys. I watched those things. I used to love the Grammys, you know, but in 1988, when they snubbed putting the rap category on, which was won by Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince for parents just don't understand. I'll get into that a little bit later on different episode. I was hurt. So I said, I'm boycotting the Grammys. And I just stopped watching the Grammys. That was up until a few days ago when the Grammys just aired and they were celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Now, I will tell you, for overall, I still think the Grammys is wax. A bunch of, bunch of people get nominated albums I would never buy, artists I've never heard of, whatever, so on and so forth. And if, before you think I only listen to one or two genres of music, think again, partner. I listen to everything, almost everything. I listen, I listen to a lot of stuff. You know, I was glad for Bad Bunny. I never listen to Harry Styles. Just because I listen to certain genres don't mean I got to listen to every artist. I have no idea what Harry Styles' album sound like, but I know that man was nominated for a lot. Uh, so anyway, watching the 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 tribute to hip hop, which I thought was super dope. Uh, I got to see Melly Mel, who I call Muscle Simmons. I got to see uh, Grandmaster Flash, Run DMC, Chuck D, Salt and Pepper. Uh, I got to see the Locks. Damn it, I seen Too Short on the Grammys. You ain't never going to get to see Too Short on the Grammys again performing. Um, Who else I got to see? Method Man, Queen Latifah. I got to see everybody. LL bought it down. The Grammys packed that. Uh, I got to see artists from today. I got to see artists from the 2000s, 2010s, you know, 80s, 90s, 70s. They they packed everybody into a 13-minute performance. They bought out 30, 35 performers. If your favorite performer didn't get there, they just couldn't squeeze them in. You know, it was some people who they couldn't get on, and a lot of people was kind of myths. A lot of backlash was going on. But, you know, the significance of what happened, especially if you watch the people they bought in from the 80s, they bought back a lot of people, a lot of those artists who boycotted the Grammys and didn't go that night because they didn't air that rap Grammy back in 1988. Because what they did is they invited a bunch of rappers to the Grammys because they wanted to say, we're, we're down. So they invited a bunch of rappers. Once those rappers found out they weren't going to be on TV, the award wasn't going to be aired. They all pulled out and went to dinner in L.A. So the feel good moment is. Fast forward 30 plus years later, almost 30, you know, 30 plus years later, they bought those rappers back and had to perform on the Grammys. Now, why Fresh Prince wasn't there who earned the first rap Grammy? They said, you know, he's out filming for Bad Boys 4, which is cool. Um, Why J.J. Fad wasn't there and I'm a segue into J.J. Fad, why J.J. Fad wasn't there is kind of crazy because from what I, they were nominated in that category and they didn't make it back. You know, they weren't invited, which I think is crazy. So, hey, shout out to y'all for for having that 
amazing, amazing 13 minutes of life giving experience for me. Kudos to the Grammys. I tip my hat to y'all for that. Big up to LL. Big up to the Roots. Big up to Questlove. You curated a, a good moment in hip hop. You celebrated our 50th like it should be celebrated. Stand up hip hop. Stand up rap music. Y'all did it. Lil Uzi Vert was on stage, man. Come on, man. Y'all did it. Uh, so that was dope. And Jay-Z did a pretty mega dope performance. Although I got to admit, he did it at 12 o'clock at night if you're on the East Coast. And I stayed up and watched it. Cause I'm a trooper, but man, Jesus, man, I got to go to work the next day. Dog, y'all can't do the Grammys like the Sunday before president's day where people can stay up for it. Cause man, he came on last, which I I would say I'm playing money more to quarterback. They should have put Jay-Z's performance in the middle and let the tribute to hip hop go last. But Jay-Z came through, shut it down in true Jay-Z fashion, which uh, Jay-Z hasn't performed at the Grammys in a very long time. He used to boycott the Grammys himself and not even show up, even though he's won several Grammys. He has shown up in the last few years, but he used to boycott the Grammys himself. So the Grammys was live. It was definitely good. Uh, Beyonce broke records. She is she has won the most Grammys, not for a female artist, not for a black artist. She's won the most Grammys as an artist, period. So big up to Beyonce of... um. Big up to Viola Davis. Um, just hats off to you. She is an EGOT. She has them all. She, she, hey, get this woman her flowers while she's here. Don't say she's the black Meryl Streep. Let's say Meryl Streep is the white Viola Davis. I mean, because she's killing it. And big up, big up to you. I will always go to your movies. I will always watch your shows. You are everything you say you are and more. So big up to her. Uh, Lizzo got to see Lizzo perform. Now, I think I may have clowned some of her antics in the past, and I probably will clown some of her antics in the future. Lizzo is an amazing performer. Hats off to Lizzo. If you've never heard Lizzo, if you've never seen or heard Lizzo perform, do yourself the favor. She 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 does it. She's talented. She's multi-talented. She's entertaining. And she plays the goddamn flute. Come on, y'all. Clap your hands for that. She played a flute. So, yeah, big up to Lizzo. Big up to everybody at the Grammys who won. Uh, definitely worth it. So, I appreciate y'all. With this being um, hip-hop's 50th, I promise to bring y'all more things about hip-hop. I know I talk about rap music and not the other pillars of hip-hop. The thing that the that the, that the, that the thing that I want to acknowledge with the us celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop is the contribution of my Latino brothers and sisters uh, bringing it into hip-hop, whether it was rapping uh, whether it was dancing, whether it was the graph writers, whether it was the DJs, uh, my, my Latino brothers and sisters have been there from the beginning of hip hop and will continue to be there throughout hip hop. So um, I will make sure I include y'all into um, my selections as I talk about hip hop, because Mellow Man Ace got some of my favorite songs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just going to talk about y'all more and I want y'all to know I do believe I do. I am a huge Huge, huge. I know y'all are a huge proponent to hip hop. So big up to y'all. But hey, back to my song of the week is none other than JJ Fad and the song Supersonic. So as I said, JJ Fad was nominated for one of the first Grammys, the for the first rap Grammy um in hip hop, and they eventually lost to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. But this is why I picked JJ Fad. So JJ Fad came up with a song called Supersonic. 
If you never heard Supersonic, it's a feel good song. Uh, people like to write them off as a one hit wonder. But what you don't know is J.J. Fad, the whole album, the whole first album was pretty dope. I thought it was good. And they actually had two albums. But the first album was really good. The thing about the thing about J.J. Fad to make Supersonic a needle mover in the culture, on top of the fact it was a song that you could play for everybody in the club, at home, at your party. Uh, it, everybody was trying to get the, the little rap part at the end with Baby D was just going, I'm summer, lumma, 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 lumma. She did that and nobody, she didn't even say a word and it was probably the best part of the whole song. Um, what it did for the culture is it was the first gold record for Ruthless Records. And that allowed Ruthless Records to get into the room to release those Boys in the Hood albums, Easy e and the Posse, uh, Straight Outta Compton, um, and Niggas for Life. It allowed them to release those albums and, and elevate our culture more. So without Supersonic kicking in the door for Ruthless Records, and you don't see that in the movie when you watch Straight Outta Compton movie, but Supersonic kept the money going. So they could keep those other things moving. They could put out those other, other albums and keep the studio times and stuff like that going. So Supersonic is a needle mover. One, it was three females who helped put Ruthless Records on and kept that and kept that cash flow going. Supersonic did that. But more importantly, three females came out of Compton, came out of L.A. and put a, a, a smash hit that we can still listen to today. They put it out. And they did it with confidence. They did it with, with, with sassiness. They did not show all their body. They weren't talking all sexual. They was just having feel good rap. So big up to JJ Fad. And if you don't know, JJ Fad is MCJB, Baby D, and Sassy C. They all out of Compton. They all out of LA. Um, actually, they are all out of uh, Rialto, Rialto, California. And um, just big up to y'all. Thank y'all for y'all contribution to hip hop. Go check out the song Supersonic. It is out there on all streaming platforms. I guarantee once you hear it once, you're going to listen to it twice. You're going to be trying to figure out what she's saying at the end. She ain't saying nothing, y'all. That's her little secret to making it so hip. She ain't even saying nothing. So she's not beating Busta Rhymes in the actual spitting fast category because she's not saying actual words. All right. Hey, before we leave, I want to say once again, happy Valentine's Day to y'all. Uh, hope y'all having a good week. Hope y'all have a great rest of the week. Whenever you listen to this, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing it to you. Um, don't forget to support small businesses. Go check out LaRock Clothing at www.leroc.net. Don't forget to check out The Wine Cellar. Don't forget to check out the TheSoapDish.net or .com. I'm sorry. Don't forget to check out Edna's MK VIP Man Cave. Dana's Unique Boutique on Instagram. Ronnie DeAsia Nails on Instagram. Don't forget to check out my man, SBG Automotors in Northeast Ohio, Akron, Ohio, stand up. Uh, big up to everybody. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I will see y'all next week. Peace in the Middle East, and I'm out.